Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. Today, I want to do what my goal in life really is, and that is to blend psychology and energy medicine, to bridge the gap between Western and Eastern modalities and practices. And so today, I want to give you the psychology of happy and how to align with joy. So this is something I learned in my psychology class that really resonated with me. It kind of blew my mind because it directly shows how everything's connected. And as soon as I learned it, I couldn't wait to come on here and share it with you guys. So without further ado, I'm introducing to you the psychology of happiness. Because isn't that what we all want? We all want to be happy all the time. We all want to be joyful. We all want to wake up on the right side of the bed, drink our coffee, and go conquer life, conquer the world. But things have been heavy recently. For a long time, actually, I was going to say since the pandemic, but really before then, like I wouldn't want to go back to the old normal at all, actually, because so many things have been revealed and so much evolution and growth has occurred within the last few years that I wouldn't want to go back to that version of myself that was in the dark, that didn't know her true essence and didn't understand energy medicine like she does today. But especially within the contrast of the last few years and the global events and the personal events we've all been experiencing, Happiness has been something that has fluctuated, not only for myself, but for many, many, many of us. And so I want to offer this episode to you as kind of like a roadmap to get back on the happiness train if you're someone who's fallen off it, or if you're someone who is also in a really great place in their life. This is something to give you insight as to maybe why you're feeling so aligned. Maybe you're doing these things without even realizing it. And so now understanding why you are so happy and why your life feels so aligned and balanced and joyful, you can continue doing those things and hopefully remain happy and get happier and happier. So first, I want to start off with the definition of happiness. And according to psychology, it is a continuous state of mind that consists of positive emotions, such as joy and contentment, and it is also the sense that one's life has meaning and value. Now, I want to break that down a little bit. So not only is happiness a state of mind, but it is also a sense of deeper purpose. Let that sit with you for a second, right? Like, don't the things in life that make you happy, aren't those things that align you with joy? And that also make you feel like your life is worth something, that you are doing something for others, or that you're creating something that your soul was meant to create. Happiness is a combination of not only the way you think and the way your mind is perceiving the external world, but also how your soul feels. And if it feels like the life that it's living is valuable and has a deeper purpose and meaning. I mean, yeah, that is the definition of happiness to me. It completely resonates. And this is something that was coming out of a textbook. So we love when science and spirituality really blend. But I also want to say that happiness is an emotion. It is an energy in motion. And happiness is a signal, like all emotions, that tell us to what degree we are in alignment. 
and sadness and frustration are also signals that tell us in what degree we are in alignment. When we are happy, we are more in alignment. When we're sad and frustrated, we are less in alignment. Pretty much that's how it goes. You understand it. I don't need to explain it to you. But emotions communicate to us how vibrationally aligned we are with source, our higher self, with love, with joy, etc. So if we want more happiness, what we're really looking for is more alignment, right? Happiness equals alignment. But happiness is an emotion, meaning it's temporary. And it's something that signals to us, whereas alignment is something that is permanent, it is stable, it is something that we can achieve even when we're maybe feeling lower emotions because maybe those lower emotions will help us align. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Obviously, the goal is to be happy the majority of the time. After all, we want to be in alignment. But in order to grow and evolve on a deeper level, we must experience contrast. We must experience divine, life-giving, soul-ascending contrast. And that dissonance may cause us to fall out of alignment for a moment while we figure out what this season is trying to teach us. And so we may not feel as happy, and that is okay. It is the path that we need to take in order to reach a deeper connection with ourselves and our truth. And I wanted to make that distinction very clear because if you are unhappy or if you are experiencing a lot of emotional offsets and turmoil, I do not want you to think that that means that you're not in alignment with your higher self because like we learned last week, you were always in alignment with your higher self. I want you to know that you could be experiencing these offsets in order to propel you to a higher level of evolution. So these feelings and these emotions and these setbacks and challenges could all be propelling you into a deeper version of your true essence. And so don't feel bad if you're offset. Don't feel like you've slipped up or you've fallen behind. You can't fall behind. There's no such thing. You're always going up or how I like to say it, you're always going deeper and deeper into the core of your truth and the core of your true essence. So something I want to note about that is since the whole point is to see these emotions for what they are, messengers, indicators, and a roadmap, something that can be of use to you is understanding the emotional guidance scale and then climbing them. So what is the emotional guidance scale? I've spoken about it many times before in the podcast, but I will summarize it again to make sure we are all on the same page. The emotional guidance scale is basically... It's a scale listing a bunch of emotions ranging from the lowest frequency emotions at the bottom to the highest frequency emotions at the top. And so the lowest emotions would be fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. And then the top emotions, the highest vibrational frequency emotions would be joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love, gratitude, all of those. And the whole point of listing these out in this order is to give us another tool to assist us in raising our vibration. So if you're someone who is feeling depressed, okay, you're grieving and you're depressed and you're in a really bad place, well, telling you to just raise your vibration and start to feel joyful and appreciative of life is super naive of me to say, and it's something that isn't really possible for most people. Instead, what is possible is climbing the emotional guidance scale and going from the next highest vibrational emotion to the next higher vibrational emotion and climbing up, 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 and up and taking as much time as you need in each stage before you reach joy. So hopefully you get there and you learn all those lessons and you integrate all of the offsets 
But to expect yourself to just go from such a deeply dark and heavy vibrational state that really hurts you and really brings you into your body to complete elation, everything's fine, I feel fabulous, isn't something that our human bodies are really equipped for. We're more equipped for maintaining a homeostasis and for that gradual development and growth. And so if you're someone who's feeling depressed, the next step would maybe to start to feel guilty and unworthy. And then you can climb up to feeling rage and hatred and anger. And then you can go up to just start feeling discouragement. Maybe you'll start blaming other people for your problems. And then maybe you're just in a state of worry and then doubt and then overwhelmment. And now you're frustrated and irritated at all of this and you're pessimistic and you're bored. And then after boredom, you start to become content. All right, like maybe life isn't great, but it didn't suck as much as it did before. So that's a plus. And then after contentment, you start to feel hopeful. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope for the future. I'm gonna maybe do some things that will make me feel better and I have hope that they will help. And then you're optimistic and you start to do the things that are helping you and you start to feel better and you're very optimistic about the way things are going and the way you're feeling and about life. And then you have positive expectations and beliefs and your mindset is so much more positive than it was before. And now you're enthusiastic about life and you are jumping out of bed on the right side of the bed and now you're passionate and you're so excited to do your soul's purpose and then you feel so joyful and you're full of gratitude and empowerment and freedom and love and that's how you have to do it. You have to climb the emotional guidance scale instead of just expecting yourself to go from one low vibration to a high vibration instantly. And everyone's different. You could feel depressed in the morning and then joyful at night and you were able to climb the emotional guidance scale in just one day. Or maybe it takes a few months or a whole season of your life to really get there. But it all comes down to the truth for you and what your soul's journey is. And so the whole point really is to just not judge yourself when you're feeling upset and to know that you are equipped with the tools and the resources to grow and to align with happiness. So that was more of the energetic understanding of happiness, right? I mentioned vibration. I mentioned energy. You could also do this within your chakra systems by, as you climb the emotional guidance scale, heal your root chakra, then your navel, then your solar plexus, then your heart, and then all the way up to your crown chakra. So there's a lot of ways you can integrate the two, but today I really want to get into the psychology of happiness. So according to modern psychologists, happiness consists of three elements, the pleasant life, the good life, and the meaningful life. The pleasant life is realized through the attainment of day-to-day -day pleasures that add fun, joy, and excitement to your lives. So, for example, cuddling with your dog, going for a sunset walk, calling your friend, baking pancakes, having sex. All of these things consist of day-to-day -day pleasures that add fun and make you feel joyful. And then the second life is the good life. And the good life is achieved through identifying your unique skills and abilities and then engaging these talents to enrich your lives. So, for example, those who achieve the good life often find themselves completely absorbed in their work and their recreational pursuits. So maybe you're on a sports team and you practice every single week to win the games and you love to go to the gym. And so every day you go to the gym and you work on strengthening your muscles and hitting your personal records and all of that good stuff. Or maybe you play an instrument and so 
you really want to hit the next melody or get that chord or write that song. The good life is acknowledging your skills and your abilities and then using those things in your hobbies and having fun with them and feeling encouraged to get to that next level. It's often referred to as the flow state. You're in the flow state when time and sensations kind of just get away with you and you are completely absorbed in the activity that you were doing and it fills you with so much energy and so much light and you gain so much inspiration from doing those things and it makes you feel very, very happy. And so the last life is the meaningful life and this involves a deep sense of fulfillment that comes from using our talents in the service of the greater good in ways that benefit the lives of others or that make the world a better place. So we have these skills and we have these abilities and these talents and yeah, they're fun. We do things and they fill us with joy and we're in the flow state. But why do we have these abilities? We have them to help serve the world, to help others. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful definition of happiness because if we're using the definition that happiness equates to alignment, then alignment is three things. Alignment is doing things every day in the present moment that's fun and brings us joy and makes us just happy to be alive, like nothing too serious like making pancakes and having sex. And then the second one is recognizing that we have gifts and abilities that have been given to us for a reason and that we can use them for pleasure and fun and that when we perform these activities and we do these skills and we engage in these hobbies, we feel better and it fills us with light and excitement and energy. And then the third part is the reason why we have these skills and gifts. And that is really connected to our deeper purpose as souls. That is to serve. That is to help others. That is to help the collective grow by helping ourselves grow and also assisting others in growing as well. And so happiness isn't something that's selfish at all. Actually, it's the opposite. It is so selfless. Because when we are in alignment and we are vibrating at a higher vibration and we have the energy and we have the ability to help others that's what we do we feel driven to do that we feel driven to serve because we have an excess of joy and an excess of energy to do so so how do you align with these three lives how do you become happy so exactly what the definition says start small by being mindful and present in the moment and doing the things that raise your vibration and doing the things that bring you joy And if you're in a space where you are so emotionally offset that you can't even do those things, then take a step back and just focus on climbing the emotional guidance scale. You don't need to focus on being joyful and grateful all the time. Just work on feeling the next highest feeling. Work on thinking a better thought and then a better one and work on doing one aligned action in the right direction and then another. And the happier you feel, the more indication that you are getting back into alignment with source, with your higher self, and with your purpose. And so after you do these little things every day that make you happy, that bring you peace and mindfulness and joy, the next thing that you need to do is sit with yourself and investigate who you are as a human and as a spirit and figure out the gifts and talents that you feel called to explore in this life. And there doesn't need to be any meaning behind them. If you want to learn how to play piano, play piano. If you want to learn a new sport, learn a new sport. If you want to start rock climbing or painting or dancing, even if you're not very good at these things, do them because your soul is calling you to them for a reason. Listen to that urge. Follow your intuition. Use your gut as a roadmap. And then also think back to the things that you were really good at as a kid. 
or reflect on the things that people come to you for advice or assistance with. Like for example, people always come to me for advice about life or relationships. And so I know that that's one of my skills. But I go to my sister when I need fashion advice or when I need to... She's a Leo. So when I need more confidence, I go to my sister. I go to my boyfriend when I need to feel a sense of adventure. I need to get out of my shell because he's so good at creating adventure in the little moments and making life magical. And so think about what people come to you for because those are the indicators of your talents and your gifts and also the gifts and talents that you have in order to serve others. And then that brings me to my next point. After you've discovered your talents and your abilities, think about how you can use those to help others, to serve the world, to help yourself grow, to help the collective grow, and to make others happy and more joyful. Because isn't that what it really all comes down to? Don't you get so happy when you know you made someone else happy? See, one of the things that just came to mind is baking. I love to bake. I'm not a super talented baker with my own shop by any means, but I'm pretty good at it. I can make a really good brownie. I can make good cheesecake. I play around with lots of vegan recipes, which is very fun. I get so much joy from giving other people baked goods and watching their face get excited when they see them and then they get all happy when they're eating them and they're like, oh, these are so good. Like that makes me so happy and I don't really know why. It's just something that I was able to do. I was able to use my hands and craft this beautiful, delicious treat and then through doing that, I was able to make other people's day. Raise the vibration of the collective through some baking, through some flour, right? And I guess that's a great analogy for what happiness is because when I'm baking, I'm really present and I'm in the moment and baking makes me happy doing it. It's a skill. I'm talented at it. I mean, I'd hope so because I've been baking a lot and I've been giving people a lot of treats. And then by giving those people those treats, I help them in a way. I serve them by making them happy, by filling their tummy with deliciousness. And then that in turn makes me happy. That is the psychology of happiness in a nutshell. We hit a lot of different topics in this talk. I did not have a script or an outline really, just some bullet points. So I hope this all made sense and came together. I felt very fueled by this episode. I felt very called to share it with you guys. And yeah, very happy. So I guess you could see that I'm very present and mindful in the moment recording. Speaking and giving advice is something that is a talent of mine and I'm doing it to help serve you guys. And so this entire process made me very, very happy. Yeah, so that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I hope that this energy of happiness is radiating through the mic, through your device and into your very soul. And I hope this episode has inspired you to create your own roadmap to happiness. So with that said, I'm sending as much love and light as I possibly can to the mic, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye!